Here is a sermon message from Somerville Community Baptist Church. To hear more sermons like this, please visit ilovescbc.org. Well, good morning. I know it wasn't really the greatest start as we were hoping, but hey, we're still learning. Um, that's why we're trying to actually go back to the pre-recorded service. I know those who actually watched, they stay tuned. Our last week's service that was actually pre-recorded and then added it in terms of sound and video with a two-video camera. Um, I know it was costly, but it really worth of doing it because we are, we don't have to, you know, worrying about all this unexpected incidents, right? And here's the thing, uh, it's very difficult for us to kind of test in advance for the sound and video because this system that we purchased using all this live streaming is actually connected directly to uh, Facebook and YouTube. So when we try to test, you know, broadcasting and then people are joining in, it's been uh, interrupting you. Uh, so that's why. And we didn't really change any settings because uh, the guy came to the, did all the pre-recording service. Uh, he used his own system. He just connected to our um, soundboard. So we will be figuring out, okay? I promise and promise you. So why don't we just greet our families, okay? Uh, with, by saying that peace be unto you. Just touch your family and greet them by saying peace be upon you. Again, I'm so glad you have joined us. I believe that God has a new and fresh words of encouragement and hope for you this morning. Today, we begin a brand new series based on this unfamiliar book in the Old Testament, book of, book of Habakkuk. I mean, it depends on where you came from. In my country, where I came from, um, it's called, we pronounce Habakkuk, okay? And here, I believe more like Habakkuk. This is a minor prophet book that I entitled this four-week-long new series. Who do you trust when life doesn't make sense? Who do you trust when life doesn't make sense? I'm sure many of you, as I said, don't even know where this book is, book of Habakkuk. You know, this is kind of book and where there's a section of the Bible, you have to kind of look it up, index to find out. This is a one of 12 minor prophet books. Um, as I said, it is called the minor prophets, not because it's insignificant or less important compared to other books in the Bible. No, simply it's just small volume, it's just few chapters. In fact, it has just three chapters. But the truth of the matter of fact is, despite your unfamiliarity or the small volume of this book, God there's a lot to say to us from this minor prophet about our situation right now, right where we are on with this COVID-19 crisis. During this COVID-19 crisis, I'm sure if you're honest with me, you at least have experienced some incidents that probably happened to you, your family members, or the, fun, uh, the one that you know, your friends or your colleague. And then you thought, that doesn't make any sense. Especially if you're a Christian, knowing that our God is loving and caring. Our God is always caring for our good and his glory. 
and you saw and experienced that incident, perhaps as loss of your brother, loss of your father, and loss of your husband and your nephew. Perhaps you all of a sudden know that your family members got tested positive with this coronavirus. And you know that person's a really sincere Christian, serving the church whole life. And you try to make sense of it and think, that does not make any sense. I have my friend pastor who came from uh, one part of Asia, the nation called Burma. You guys ever been to Burma? And he's been a faithfully serving Burmese immigrant community as, long, uh, as well as a uh, refuge community of the Burmese as their pastors. But something terrible happened to him and his family during this COVID-19. At the very early outbreak of this COVID-19, there were great and rising needs for his congregation and community. So he was passionately and without ceasing, continue on pushing himself, working despite this COVID-19 virus, visiting people, provide them spiritual and mental and physical health, minister to their people, those who are still in refuge camp, those Burmese camp. And one day, they found out he wasn't feeling well. And a few days later, his entire family, including himself, were being tested positive with coronavirus. That being result in taking his daughter's life, who was only a teenager and who was a disabled one. Think about that. Would you try to make sense out of it? I mean, what would you do if you are the faithful people of God, despite all this COVID-19, you were sincerely serving them, your neighbors, your brothers and sisters, and in the process and as a result, God allowed, you know, taking your daughter's life, especially on this very, very painful last finger, disabled teenager's daughter. And many of you know our beloved family uh, sister in Christ, um, Heather Roderick, who's also a leader of our church. By the way, Heather, if you are stay tuned right now, I want you to know that everything that you've been doing to put up all this prayer list together and faithfully sending them out, you have no idea, you know, whenever I talk to my congregation, a lot of them have been thankful for your great work. So they can be, always be remind themselves to pray for our people and the families and friends of our people. But, you know, the Heather lost her beloved brother, Dale. Well, it's been already a few months right now. I still remember as I was talking to Heather a day or two days after her loss and finding out and realizing that Mother's Day was just a few days later and really tore my heart and breaking my heart down, knowing that her mother was in Canada. From now on, is going to have this Mother's Day more joy than pain. I mean, more pain than joy. Think about that. From now on, her Mother's Day is going to be more of remorsing and sadness than all this celebration. If you are honest with me, isn't that how our life works? Our life doesn't seem to be fair. 
We thought, you know, I'm Christian. We've been faithfully serving our God. Not asking God to bless everything overflowing blessings. But there are a lot of things in the course of our life. Things happen, then you just scratch your head. Lord, at least I don't deserve that. I was a servant of God. I am a servant of God. I've been serving your people. And you're taking my daughter. You know, I've been a serving faithful leader of this church, your church, and you're taking my brother that way during this COVID-19 so we can have this proper service. Think about that. There are a lot of things for the course of our life that we just don't understand. It doesn't make sense. You know, when we experience that, you know, we have this one famous question that we ask to God, right? The question is, why? Why does that happen? Why does you allow that happen? And I don't think anyone has been stay tuned right now that you are watching us, that you, hasn't, you haven't had some stage of your life. You haven't had some problems of your life, some event that happens in your life where you are thinking, God, this doesn't make any sense. God, why did this happen? Why? I thought I was going to be married happily ever. Now I'm divorced, being betrayed by my spouse. I thought I raised up my kids in the house of God. Now they seem to be so far, far away from the purpose of you, Lord. All I wanted is to have a baby. But it seems like, God, you're never going to allow us to have these blessings. Oh, I wanted to just get married, but I don't seem to find my partner, even though I've been trying everything. There is something that had happened in your life. To every single one of us. And if you are honest with me, I'm sure that you have asked this question, why? Why did this happen to me, God? Why are you doing this? Where were you all of this? Why did you do that in the midst of all this? I wasn't expecting this sadness. I wasn't expecting this suffering. I wasn't expecting this breakup. I wasn't expecting this tragedy. I didn't think my life was going to land on this way. And that's why we are going to start this series. The series based on the book of Habakkuk. That's why I've never felt more urgent and compelled to preach this message to our brothers and sisters. Because if you are not careful, if you, don't, if you do not know how to handle these difficult times, we're most likely walked away from the purpose of God. Being confused, being angry, and being doubtful. But as I begin this series... First of all, for the probably most important thing, I want to remind you today, as we open this series, even though you don't understand what is happening and what is going on in your life, you know what? God is still good. Your God does good. Your God is working all things together for your good and for his glory. So just because you don't understand what is going on, that doesn't mean that God is not in control. As I said from my prayer, the Bible says from the book of Isaiah chapter 55 that his ways are 
higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So just because you can figure it out doesn't mean that God is not working for you and around you. I don't want you to give up on God. I don't want you to think that God has forsaken you. I don't want you to think that God has left you. You know, there is an enemy. Enemy, and then he wants to steal. He wants to kill and destroy your faith. He wants to walk away from believing God. He wants you to walk away from trusting that God is in control and God is in charge. I believe that you tune in this service and this message today because God wants to remind you. God wants to remind you that God has a great plan for you. God has a great purpose for you. God has a great destiny for you. He has a great, great thing store in store for you that your God is able to do it exceedingly abundantly. And that is why we are going to study this book of Habakkuk. As I'm also preaching introduction of this book. You know the word, this Hebrew word, Habakkuk. However, you might say, it means to embrace. It means to wrestle with. And I believe and I think that we are on a season right now when we need to wrestle with God more. When we, when we really need to wrestle with God more, ask God some hard questions. It's okay to ask God, right? And if you are being Christian, being raised in this traditional religious setting, then you feel like, no, there's no way I can ask those questions of God. There's no way I can wrestle with God. There's no way I can be doubtful to God because God is going to be mad at me and think that I'm bad and there will be the punishment and judgment. No. God already knows what you're thinking. Right? It's not like God does not know until that you start saying and letting them out. He is God and He knows what you are thinking anyway. I mean, sometimes we just put on our church face and Christian face pretending as if everything is great. Life is great. No, God is saying, I know what you're thinking. I know what is happening in your life. Would you just become more real with me? Would you just be more honest with me? Brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you to wrestle with God like this prophet Habakkuk did. I want to encourage you to ask questions of God the same way this prophet Habakkuk did. God is not afraid of your questions. God is not mad at you even when you are wrestling with God. You can go to God with your fear. You can go to God with your troubles. You can go to God with your doubts. And the truth of the fact is, you are more likely walked away from God if you don't go to him with your fear, with your questions, with your doubts, because your mind is going to find something to replace God, to fulfill that way anyways. So go to God with your frustration, with your pains, with your sorrow, with your suffering, with your doubt, with your fears, with your insecurities. And that's what we want to see through this book of Habakkuk. Of course, this book is written by the prophet Habakkuk during these very difficult times of Judah. By this time, the northern Israel was already destroyed by the Assyrians in around 722 BC. And then later, there were constant attempts of Babylonians trying to attack and destroy the southern Israel called Judah. 
and the prophet Habakkuk, who was called by God to warn the people of Judah about their coming judgment, which may uh, many of us know that was total destruction of Judah by the Babylonians later on in around 586 BC. My dear friends, throughout this three only a few chapters of the book of Habakkuk. We are going to go through this same process that the prophet Habakkuk went through. You know, he went from being highly perplexed. He went from being highly confused. He went from being highly and fearful. And then he's, he's actually going to the place of peace, celebration, and also faith. He had some hassles. He had some issues. I mean, if you got some issues comparing to what he had, probably have nothing. You know, think about that. He went from a place of great perplexity where he just couldn't work it out. What was going on in his nation and why God would do what he was going to do, a total, complete destruction of his people. I mean, isn't God loving? Isn't God caring? I mean, there are some good people. How in the world that, Lord, you were trying to do? And we're going to find out as we are going to study this book, at the end of this book, that he is going to go from the place of perplexity to a place of peace. He is going to go from a place of confusion to a place of certainty. He is going to go from the place of fear to a place of faith. He is going to go to this whole nonsense I cannot make sense out of it. To the place, even though I still don't get it, even though I still don't understand, I still put my faith upon God. Because I know that God is good. He does good. He never leaves us and forsaken us. I want to encourage you and all of you who are watching right now who are full of confusion, who are full of doubts, who are full of perplexity, saying that, God, where are you as I'm going through this? What on earth happening in my life right now? I pray that by the end of this service, even if your circumstances don't change, you are going to get a place where you are praising God and worshiping God regardless. And you are going to say, no matter what is happening around me right now, I know God who is above me, still good, and he does good, and putting my faith upon him and praise him. By the end of this series, I pray that you are going to go from a place of perplexity to a place of praise. By the end of this series, I hope that you will be encouraged to fight from the place of fear to a place of faith. I'm sure many of you, you don't want to fight, right? You don't like fight. But do you know there is a fight that is worth having? That is fighting for your faith. Paul says that, right? In 2 Timothy chapter 4, um, verse 7 says, I fought a good fight. Many of you memorize, right? Follow it with me. And I finished my race. And what did he say? I kept my faith. See that? We need a generation of Christians that are willing to fight for our faith because enemy is after your faith. You know, your enemy is not after your car because he doesn't drive. He doesn't care. Enemy is not after your possession or your stuff because he doesn't need your stuff. You know what enemy is going after? 
Your faith. As long as the enemy is keep you or preventing you or stop from and stop you from being faithful upon God. Keep you from putting your faith and your trust upon God. Keep you having this thought of God is in control. He is going to win the battle. That's easy. So Satan and our enemy is going after your faith. That's why we need to get involved in this fighting for our faith. But you will see in this book, as we unpack the book of Habakkuk together, you will never be more excited to get into the mind of this prophet. And you go, you know what? I didn't know this kind of stuff are happening. I didn't know this prophet was complaining, crying out, having doubts like this. And you're going to go to the word of God and say, okay, God, these troubles, these trials that I'm experiencing right now, oh, this is not the first time that happened. Right there in the word of God. In fact, it's worse than what I'm experiencing right now. And by learning that, and also by learning through this book of Habakkuk, how have people have gone before us, navigated their season, and actually increased their faith. During even very difficult times, despite all the troubles, all the problems that, that they had. And we are going to learn how we can triumph, how we can make this victory, how can we can still praise God and worship God, regardless of what's happening around us. You know, in this world, there are so many troubles, including that there have no natural answer, right? Try to reason and try to get this natural answer, but there are so many incidents and happening that we cannot find natural answer. You know where you should seek after when that happened? When we can find out the natural answer, we have to find out supernatural answer from our supernatural God. Amen? And we are going to do that as a result of this study, the book of Habakkuk. Together and coming around the struggle with this scripture, we're going to get to a place where we're going to say, you know what, God? I can work this out. But my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. In fact, your thoughts are higher than mine, and your ways are higher than mine. So I'll put my trust upon you, Lord. Even though my circumstance is not changing, I put my faith upon you, Lord. My dear friends, will you trust God when you don't understand? Will you trust God when things that you try to rationalize and doesn't make any sense in your life? A lot of times when we have all these struggles that we don't seem to understand, we try to put this equation, right? Our understanding of God and our circumstance or experience, try to equate it, to try to make sense out. And when you do that, you'll fail. Because what you do is try to put God upon the box of your understanding. The true equation is this. Your circumstance right now it doesn't make any sense, but you put your faith right there. You put your faith right here and try to equate each other. And that way, even though you cannot understand, you can still Make sense out of it by putting your hope, by putting your faith upon God. I believe that God wants you to know that even when you don't understand what is going on in your life, you can still trust God. So I did uh, spoke to 
my friend's pastor, and especially knowing that you know he was doing the Burmese friend's pastor, he was doing all his ministries, and then out of that result, he lost his uh, beloved, this you know disabled daughter, and. I don't think that I was able to understand. So I asked him very gently and caring and loving manner, how are you doing? How are you holding on? And he told me that, hey, Dave, I don't understand why this happened, but I believe in the promise of God. I believe in the promise that was guaranteed by my daughter so that I know where she is right now. I thought, that's amazing. I know he's probably still trying to, um, you know, <clears throat> make sense, uh, not make sense, try to overcome those sorrows. But I know he will because he's putting his perspective in the right place. Many of us, I've never experienced these difficult times in, in my life, in my last seven years of ministry. So many people died and so many people are sick. And there are times I try to make sense of it. Who in the world, by the way, create this coronavirus? You know, who in the world, the world is going to be transformed and changed like this? This new normal. Normal becomes abnormal, and abnormal becomes normal. Who in the world, we're going to probably greet each other by just bumping elbows? I've never imagined. I thought about it, you know. There is a service, let's say, before coronavirus, after the service, that you guys are all making this recession, and I was standing right there to greet you guys, and let's say, hey, sister, let's say, Stacy, how are you? And then try to do the elbow bump. You probably thought, I'm in nuts. But that has become new normal. The world has changed. Many of you are hoping and putting your faith upon the vaccine or our president or our new election or the House, or, you know, Senate, and all the government officials. But I'm here to tell you, the person that you are going to put your faith is upon God. It's God. Because if you try to make sense of it, try to make this equation by putting other than God, you will never be able to do so. And a lot of times, as a result, you'll find yourself walked away from God. Brothers and sisters, people might let you down. Circumstances might let you down. Things may hurt you. You may feel confused. You may feel betrayed. You may feel troubled. You may feel like a God. I don't know what is going on in my life. And all you want to do is pick up the bottle that is in front of you and taking the pill or getting those drinks. Try to numb your painful reality. But I'm here to tell you. Even if you don't understand what is going on in your life, our God who is good, who does good, who cares for us, who loves you, who cares for you and chosen you, He knows what is best in your life. And during those difficult times, He's walking with you, sharing your pain. He's a good God. Even someone not being good to you. He's a faithful God. Even if someone has walked away on you. And left you. I want to encourage you throughout this sermon series based on the book of Habakkuk. May you believe upon God. I hope you'll be able to find the answer of who do you trust when things or your life doesn't make sense. You know the answer, right? For the next three weeks, I hope that I'll be infuse you with the things that you can do to be able to go to what you know that is the answer. May God bless you. Let's pray. 
Our Father God in heaven, we just want to give you praise and honor uh, for this introduction of the new book. I know it's a very small book. Um, I know we probably haven't read and studied. I think this is a perfect time that you are giving us this message through this minor prophet book, book of Habakkuk. The same way the prophet Habakkuk has gone from place A to place B, from place of perplexity, place of confusion, and place of fear, then going to the place of power and presence of God and certainty of our Lord and the faith. May you transform all of us, those who are stay tuned right now in our life as we stay tuned on this series. Bless us as we continue to fight for our faith. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.